How you doing, folks? This is Mike Zapsick. And this is Ming Chen. We're from Comic Book Man, but right now we're sitting in the middle of a Shared Universe podcast studio, and you're listening to... Heroes Home Base. We are here actively recording here at our podcast studio. We have one of the members of Heroes Home Base here. We're so honored to have you here. Yeah, it is such a privilege to be here. You guys, this is a great episode. I'm not kidding you. I found where I want to die. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, right, you not right you here. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not right here. I don't. I, I, I want to die in bed with right, my wife. Right, right, right. Yeah. Did we pay our insurance <laughs> in a hundred uh, years? <laughs> oh my God! Can you imagine the headline? I nerd dies <laughs> in, exactly. in nerd mecca. Nerd, yeah, nerd heaven. Mm. It might be and good for us actually. Right, 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 right. Do you mind if we leave your body in state for a couple of weeks? Put me. Yes. <laughs> All right. You could put like Mr. Freeze's like where Nora is. You yes. could have me souped up like that. Yeah, but before. Now nah, that's expensive. Oh shit! Nah. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll grab a couple bags of ice from the 7-Eleven across yeah, the street. Yeah, we could do yes. that. Right, good deal. Yes. We could do that. But before you do all that, go on to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, subscribe to Heroes Home Base, listen to every episode, like it, rate it, tell all your friends about it. And don't die, for God's don't sakes. Die. Do not die. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome into another episode. This is Rich. This is Mark. This is Rob. Fellas, it's been a minute since uh, we've checked our email. Looks like we got another one from Mr. Jake Wayton. I believe uh, you know this gentleman, Rich? Yes, was a former colleague. Former. Let's hear it. All right, so this is regarding the DC versus Marvel segment that we started 20 years ago. Hi guys, love the pod, and I'm really impressed with the depth of topics and discussions. Very good rapport between the three of you. I was exposed to comics as a kid, mostly by using bookstore gift cards, thanks grandmas and aunts, to buy compendiums and compilations from Barnes & Noble. Or if you remember it, Thackeray books. Hmm. I don't remember that. I love the Spider-Man team-ups. Mm. What? He said, hmm. Uh, I love the Spider-Man team-ups, Identity Crisis, and Seamen. Just let that linger there. I would go for <laughs> ones that had the most bang for your buck. And my favorite was the DC versus Marvel series because I was able to get so many heroes in one purchase. I will agree with that. 100%. Yep, absolutely. I remember not quite understanding where all the specific heroes were at in, in their own sagas, but I really liked how they came about the premise of the worlds colliding. Not sure how else you could make it uh, make sense. Another great point there, Jake. I thought the lack of DC heroes overall made a few of the matchups uh, a little iffy. Spider-Man and Wolverine kind of got raw deals. Uh, am I correct that the battles were decided by fan vote? That is my understanding, Jake. I love Batman, but I'm not sure how he got how he goes toe to toe in a street ball, street brawl, for hours with Cap. Just don't love Batman enough, sir. <laughs> I would have loved to see the villains go at it as well. Maybe a missed opportunity. I do remember villain matchups on the card series. You remember that, Rich? Yes. Do we still so have those cards some somewhere? <laughs> yeah, I got them like 30 feet in front of me. Nice. Um, I also think Jubilee would have walloped Robin. Sir, I I'm going to stop reading this email. But I guess it couldn't <laughs> have been a landslide. After this purchase, I was able to get my mom to let me get Spider-Man, 
sent to the house. I'm the in it. I'm the mail in the mail, and I loved it. If only I knew where all of those went. Maybe she wasn't okay with it there, Jake. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for the pot and keep it up, Jake. Waiting. That's awesome. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you uh, taking the time to write us. What do all you right, think? Man. I mean, clearly Jubilee has some some powers in a pure Robin. matchup. In a pure matchup, I obviously Jubilee would take out Robin. I don't think it kind of goes back to his point of the matchups were a little. Ugh. Now I will say that the Wolverine Lobo matchup was not a bad matchup. Yeah, they're both like, kind of what rejuvenators. Yeah, like Lobo can get cut in half and regrow his body. So I, I don't, I don't necessarily think that that was a bad matchup. But like it, it, I mean, when you're looking at it from that linear viewpoint of, I mean, Captain America's a super soldier with serum, and Batman's still just a mortal. I mean, it all, you kind of got to look at it from a different perspective, I guess. But fighting skills, obviously Batman's superior, but he does take on several villains that are, I guess, more in the Justice League context. He takes on a lot more villains that are way more high caliber than he is. Okay. However, you do make a good point about Jubilee and Robin, though, because as I do recall, it was deception that got him to beat her. Like, he just tricked her, which is... Yeah, his yeah. fighting ability, I think, would capitalize despite his lack of powers. Yeah, and Jubilee's, you know, a teenage that um, ruins VCRs. <laughs> yeah. See what she did to the VCR just by touching it. All right, so we had some major audio malfunctions on the last episode, which I told everybody about. So before we get into the giant meat and potatoes as I always say, of this episode, we are going to finish what we started with reviewing the last two issues of DC versus Marvel so we can finally get off our asses and start the Who Would Win segment. So, we left you off, what, 25 million episodes ago, completing issue two, so we're going to just do a quick breeze of issue three. And this opens up with Jubilee, which we already spoke with Jake's email, Uh, writing in her journal about the matchups and how she's confused and to just kind of, they're kind of doing a recap here. So Thor bested Shazam, uh, Aquaman bested Namor and Barry, or I'm sorry, Barry Allen was not the flash in this. Uh, The flash bested Quicksilver. So uh, we've got Robin and her that do battle in this, next part which rob already alluded to it was the deception of robin that bested jubilee so he won that matchup then we go to green lantern kyle rayner at the time and he's fighting silver surfer and silver surfer wins that matchup and then we've got the assassin electra taking on catwoman i mean who's gonna win that fight fellas electra electra oh electra i don't know man i love catwoman but she doesn't got the skills yeah, agreed. No. Uh, that. Mm, uh, how about Electra and Lady Shiva? Hello. Oh, Lady Shiva got her hands down. That would be a good one. I might have to be a tie. I'd have to. I have to see that. That's a. T- that's a close one. That's what I'm saying. What What happened here? In '96. Catwoman. Like- <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and then we've got uh, the basically the gatekeeper of the cardboard box explaining to this other guy that he was chosen to do this. He basically transforms into access. And then we've got Wolverine fighting Lobo. Wolverine wins that one. And then at the end of issue two, Wonder Woman was able to wield Thor's hammer and she decide and she's getting ready to go against Storm. Well, she decides it would be a, a more fair fight if she doesn't have the hammer. So she drops it. And then Storm and Wonder Woman do battle. And I don't have a single fucking clue as to why anybody would think Storm would beat Wonder Woman. I completely but disagree. I mean I mean I agree with you. I agree with you. I think Storm would get her ass kicked. What do you think, Mark? I think it's a, I think Storm will put up a good fight. But Wonder Woman's a god. <laughs> yeah. And a little little snowy weather wasn't gonna stop her. So So yeah, that's that fight. And then we've got Superboy the clone taking on Spider Man. That was a mm, decent Spider-Man. fight and Spider Man won that. And then we get to the Mac Daddy fight of all time that spawned the friendship, Superman versus the Hulk. And this went on for I don't know, three or four pages with the main man himself, Kal-El, burying Mr. Hulk under the Grand Canyon. Then we've got Batman fighting Captain America in the sewers. And this one, they go and I guess Batman beat Captain America because I guess like the sewer water carried him away and Batman saved his life. And then they come to the agreement that they need to kind of figure out what the heck's going on. So then at the very so end So it picks of this, like two leaders to kind of Yeah, so at the end of this one the brothers the brothers merge and then it creates the uh amalgams universe. <laughs> um so everybody's all joined together. So that's how issue 3 ended. So there is no more like tallies at the end because everybody's merged, but let's just um before we move on We'll just go over the matchups and see if we agree like we did in the last issue. So Jubilee and Robin, Mark, what do you think? And do you agree with the way it played out? Yes. Okay. Rob. Agreed. I, I, I think that uh I guess if you're gonna if you're gonna put Robin's training and intellect against Jubilee's, I guess teenage Im, you know Well you can't Im, separate that Im, from Im, Robin. immaturity, I guess. Um I I, I think this is a stupid matchup. I, I, I really do. I think this was probably one of the worst ones. Um, it's kind of hard to give Robin the edge being going against a mutant. So I guess I'll agree with it. Uh, Silver Surfer versus Green Lantern. Do you guys agree with that one? I don't. Okay. Everybody knows my bias. I don't know a lot about Silver Surfer. All I know is I think he can like create life and stuff like that. Is that accurate, Mark? Uh, not only that, but he's uh, close to godlike powers. I mean, he's the, he was the herald of Galactus. Yeah, there's ties to Galactus for sure. So I mean, wait, who, and who won that one again? Silver Surfer. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I agree with that. I I think I kind of agree with that. Maybe if we were talking like Hal Jordan has. I mean, he wields the power spec- cosmic. That's, that's that's heavy. Right. I mean, maybe we were talking like Hal Jordan is, what was his, Spectra or even Parallax. I mean, that might have been a cooler matchup, but I, I, I got to give it to Silver Surfer, I think. I do think 
Silver Surfer would win, but I actually think that was a smart matchup. Like that you know, was a, that, that Lantern, is a good that is a good matchup. Green but, Lantern but, taking on, but like after after you know the years have gone by, and I feel like this probably should have been like a twelve issue series instead of a four issue series. Like they wrapped this fight up in one giant splash page, so it's like it was just rushed. I think I don't know. And we already said that we all agree that Electra would beat Catwoman. Yes. Also, Silver Surfer doesn't have to recharge. Okay. True. Yeah. So he could exactly. Much run so he could just run. Kyle Ryder's, yeah. Uh, let's get back to. We'll come back to that one. Uh, Lobo versus Wolverine. Are we in agreement that Wolverine would win? I, I am. Yes. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I mean that 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 actually is a good matchup, like we said earlier. I just don't show. really like Lobo as a character. I mean, I don't know too much about him. I just never was really drawn to him as a character. So he kind of is that DC universe mutant bounty hunter. Yeah. yeah. I just remember Michael Ironside spoke for him in the Superman series. Yeah. Um. So we already talked about Wonder Woman and Storm. That was that was a, garbage. That was dumb. Like Wonder Woman doesn't even need Thor's hammer to defeat Storm in my opinion. Well, didn't she go out because she got struck by lightning? Like Yeah, she just like hit her with lightning. Like that would just like probably make her even more powerful. Like, what are we doing yeah. here? Um, after and... wait, hold on, just think about that. After she is able to hold Thor's hammer. Correct. So Storm are we saying takes that, her out. Are we saying yeah, exactly. So if she's more if she's powerful enough to wield the hammer. Are you trying to tell me that Storm could beat Thor in a fight? And what is what is what is Thor the god of? Thunder. Thunder. Right. So some lightning took out somebody who was able to wield the power of the god of thunder. Dumb. Dumb. <laughs> Dumb. Uh so let's uh Superboy versus Spider Man. I'm gonna take Spider Man. Well That's the toughie for me, because Spider Man has I think spider that is a good sense. matchup. It's it a is a good matchup. matchup. It, I, I, okay, so think of it in terms of this. It was Spider-Man's misdirection, almost like Robin bested Jubilee. Like, even though Superboy's got, you know, Superman power and, you know, speed and stuff, it was just the overall, like, outwitting of him. And then it kind of falls into the same conversation we had about Jubilee. I mean, this this Superboy, oh, yeah. this clone I think is immature. Strength-wise, I think strength-wise, aren't they about equal? Who? Superman uh, and Superboy, Su- Superboy and Spider-Man. Yeah. I think Super. I think Superboy I don't think is a little so. Stronger. Superboy's still got. He's a clone of Superman. I just think I'm gonna I'm gonna yield to Spider-Man just because I'm gonna go with the immature factor and go with it from there. That's what I'm saying. Like these aren't like real fucking wins for these people. It's like up. Oh, you sprayed me with some spider webs and I got dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how they won. I mean, Robin wrapped Jubilee up in a bat rope, and that's how he won. Like, they didn't fight to the death, right? Uh, so we'll come back to that one, and then uh, are we are we in agreement that Batman would would uh, best Captain America? So I think in a straight fight, I think so. But if it's like a long drawn out fight, it's kind of like that classic Batman versus Wolverine for me. Like if we're talking straight combat. I think Batman wins hands down, but longevity-wise, if it's to the death, obviously Batman's going to lose. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. I get that, and also I th- hands. Down, I mean, 
they're both so proficient at all different forms of fighting. And Captain America is older than Batman yeah. and has had years worth of training before he was even frozen. And then years That's after, true. once he was start out. So combat wise, fighting wise, I'm torn. I'm 50-50. I think hold they're on, even match. How old was Captain America when he became a super soldier? 20 something. Yeah, he was a teenager trying to enlist in the military. And how old let's was say, Bruce Wayne? Let's say 18, 17, 18. Right, right, but how old was Bruce Wayne in 1939? Are we going off of like for real here? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go off of for realness. Right. That's a word. Bruce Wayne should be a hundred years old here. I mean, come on. You're roughly just, around the same age. I, I would say they're. Pro- I would peg them for close to the same age. If you want to be, if you want to go, the rules of comics is nobody ever dies and nobody ages. Okay. Well, if nobody <laughs> ages, then Batman's older. Oh, for Pete's sake! Look, he was a grown look. man in 1939. Having a pipe smoke with Jim Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Mark, what's your what's your pick? Batman or uh, Captain America? Captain America. Rob? I already told you. Batman. Right. But I have caveats. Like, if it's a long-winded fight, then Captain America would, would clearly be able to wear down Batman, even as good as he is. I just think that this book declared Batman the winner because... Captain America got washed away by some sewer water. <laughs> All right. I need to I need to do an aside here. Captain America versus Master Chief. Master who? <laughs> Mark doesn't know who that is. <laughs> it was on the superhero death match or whatever that whatever that show was that they would run some really solidly filmed videos. I didn't watch it. Those are awesome, yeah. Uh, pretty much Master Chief is the Captain America in the future, if you ask me. Okay, let's make it up. Let's. Be, I, I agree. With I that. said let's, it was an aside. Let, yeah, let's get. Let's stay on track here. We got one more book to go. I want you to answer my question. I don't want this episode to be three hours. <laughs> I want you to answer my question. Uh, what? Master Chief versus Captain America? Yes. Uh, Master Chief. Okay. Go. Okay, so let's get back to the main event: Superman versus the Hulk. Mark, do you have any final words before we move on to the other issue? <laughs> no, Hulk. <laughs> After all this time. After all this time, he's still sticking with it. After all this time. So Superman. how would Superman's heat vision just burn a hole right through Hulk's head? But you know what? what we could do? We could have Black Widow tickle his hand, and he turns into Bruce Banner, and then Superman could just heat vision his face. I will never convert from my love for that's the only matchup that I truly cared about, and Superman will whoop the shit out of the Hulk. That's it. <laughs> I will say I did enjoy the um didn't they do a video of it on yes. YouTube where yes. it was like the Christopher Reeves look alike? Yes. That was actually a pretty decent fight. I liked how they were breaking the sound barrier on and off. Yeah, that was cool. Um so moving on to issue four, it's dealing with the amalgam combinations and they get split up. And let's see, are there any more matchups in the fourth book? I won't go into too much detail about that. It's Superman and Captain America, Batman and Wolverine. You got I think it was a cop out. I'm not gonna really there's really no more matchups. Yeah, so do what what much do we need to say about issue four besides it was kinda like this? We can't have either universe win. That's pretty much it. Um 
everybody goes back to normal. You've got, uh, let's see here. Let me make this quick. Thanos and Dark Side, which we could go into detail on that, but I won't. Uh, That's a whole other podcast. That is a whole other podcast. Um, and then pretty much, you know, both universes are our friends in the end, and they all go their yeah. separate ways. <laughs> <laughs> The more you know. Dun, 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 dun. This has been a public service announcement from Everybody's a Winner. Love your enemies. Now go collect your trophy and your blue ribbons. We're all friends. We're all friends. So, yeah, the, the brothers do battle, they clash, and everybody goes back to normal. They say, you've done well. They shake hands, and that's it. Jubilee's crying because she can't kiss Robin anymore. I will say... <laughs> I, I will say... There was, for the, I guess, the popularity of this miniseries, the story was really basic. Like, there was really not a lot of depth here, which was no. kind of sad. Like, they could have gone so many different directions. They could have, yeah. But it was two universe brothers having a temper tantrum against each other, and then their mom makes them shake their hands at the end. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Mark. What do you think? I just thought this... the. Granted, I'm an adult looking back on something that I thought it was is a fantastic. bit weak. It is it's a bit weak. weak. No it's depth. weak. Right. It's weak. I think that this uh, this particular story speaks to the climate of '90s comics. And say more. What's that? Say more. Say more. Yeah. I think that this speaks to. 90s comics where I feel that a lot of books now uh, based off the conversations that we've had on the past um, even talking to uh, Mike and Ming it's it was watered down it was almost like a it was a cash grab you know absolutely like, looking think, back now oh yeah yeah so I mean obviously they uh, I mean even what Mike said about they need to do some kind of they need to have one guy and switch universes with a character or something and and everybody wins yeah an architect that's what he said they need an architect right um but i i, I do i think this story on on its face was kind of cheap <laughs> and really could have been something a lot like I, if you put this up against let's 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 keep it in the same realm put it up against kurt busick and george perez's jla avengers doesn't even compare does not even compare like, i agree that was a very awesome that was a fucking amazing story and maybe we should talk about that one here soon but absolutely so do you think they they drew on this miniseries and maybe some of the pushback they got from it to maybe make that a little bit more legit because that was avengers yeah, wasn't that like the the next major universe crossover? I'm sure there was some in between. And it was a four-parter too. And Mark had it in his possession for the great George to sign. And damn it, he wasn't there. Oh, please. <laughs> well, he had, some, that. he had some health issues that year, so. All right. Yeah, so. heart attack, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd rather keep him around than have him sign one of my books, just to be honest. Um. So that pretty much wraps it. Um, I think from now on, we'll piggyback off of this and we'll just start doing the matchups. We'll pick a matchup each episode. 
for a while. And uh, this is where, like we said before, when we announced this segment, we really we need Jake Waiten. We need other other people to write in. Give us a matchup. Give yeah, come on, write us. Yeah, write us. Like, Give us your ideas. I mean, we just pulled one straight out of the air when we were like, "Why isn't Lady Shiva fighting Electra?" Like, right. Let's Agreed. let's do it. And it doesn't. It seriously, it does not need to be just DC versus Marvel. I mean, you could pull Rick Grimes. Okay, <laughs> you could pull anybody from an Aftershock book, Boom Studios book, like Hellboy. You know, like let's bring some, bring some, bring everybody. Aliens versus Predator. Well, now that's a Marvel book. Now they bought the rights to that, but <clears throat> wasn't that a Dark Horse book for a while? That was like Dark Horse's Superman, man. That's what they had. So, yeah. So let's we'll work on that. We'll keep doing segments at the end, and uh, hopefully it'll generate some good conversation like this. All right, boys and girls. So this episode is kind of the first episode where Mark is on the road. So we are going to. Um, this was when we were doing the Matthew Clickstein live stream. Mark was on the road meeting at a shared universe podcast studios to meet with the comic book men guys again. So Mike and Ming graciously allowed us into the studio. After our live stream, we went right back in to another recording. This is a really good, uh, good program. So it's going to be kind of just a salad of information. So news, comments, and uh, all the above. So, and to end the previous conversation of finally wrapping up the DC versus Marvel, we have those two guys weigh in on the matchup that spawned the friendship. So, without further ado, live from a shared universe podcast studio. All right. So, from a retailer's perspective, what is the cluster that is DC leaving Diamond Distributing? Can we get that info? <laughs> You want to know, like, right from here, right from now? Yes. Beautiful. Yeah, like, all right. what's, what's it all about? They're really, it, it's been kind of seamless. We're okay. going through UCS, which is Midtown okay. Comics, and I thought it was going to be a complete foobar. Yeah. Uh, but it's been fairly seamless. They've been on top of things. I haven't had any damaged. It's even more tightly packed than Diamond does, which I'm... Shocked. Shocked by. <laughs> wow. Um, most of my damages are caused by UPS. Yeah. Because I, I see the guy kicking my boxes up the street. <laughs> I mean, I, literally, like, eh, son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> but I, I haven't had any problems with it, and I wish I did because I love Diamond. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. you know, I want you know DC to go running back with their tail between their legs, but it's it's been fairly... Calm. It's it's just another thing that I have to do. It's just you know, uh, barely even another check mark on you know my daily stuff. So okay. it's it's not. I, I've heard from other people that they have had problems, but I personally have not. Okay. So so far so good. So uh, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so far so good. I mean, you know how that goes, but I I um. I just I can't get used to them delivering on Tuesday. I'm like, because I don't know what day it is. I only know what. Uh, like, well, they want me the to. Comics. They want me to sell the comics on Tuesday. I'm like, no, we're, we're and I I tell my reservists, um, we get our stuff in usually Monday, mm -hmm. okay. and then I do my poll, and then you know 
Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, and Wednesday, boom, everyone comes in. Okay, but but, but the UCS stuff you're allowed to put out on Tuesday, though, right? I am, but I I'm not comfortable with <laughs> okay. it. So yeah. because it it doesn't seem fair. It's sort right. of like they're getting a leg up, and and you know, not that I have any great love for Marvel these days, with you know the product that they're putting out. Although X Men has been very good. Yeah, Most, I, I uh, love Daredevil, man. Daredevil's my favorite one. Your right jam, now. and I love Donny Cates. Donny Cates is the man. I mean, Thor's been fantastic, but you know, there's there's a lot of stuff that I really, it's. You know, you're playing the politics of comic books, which is ridiculous. <laughs> right. I'm like, no, nobody gets a leg up here. There's, there's no favoritism. There's no nothing. Right. So essentially, um, everything's out on Wednesday. That's yeah. It That's it just fun. makes more sense because I'd rather have somebody come in, you know, on Wednesday rather than Tuesday and Wednesday because they're not going to spend any more right. money. I want you to go right. total old school. You just put everything out on Friday. Like, this is how it used to be, man. Like, this is how <laughs> it should be. Back in the day. Yeah, back, back when. And when I used to have to walk two miles to school. Right. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's uphill both ways. Man. Uphill both ways. <laughs> yeah, so you guys are very old school. Um, you know, when you order, you order out of the book, you fill out a paper. A piece no, of paper. we're we're online now. Okay, you're online, and then uh, oh the cash God, re- yeah. the cash register is still like it's you're an putting old in numbers. Stinky cash register. Yeah, you're yeah. not using no square, there no is, like nope. clover Actually, we, or whatever. Actually, we do have Apple Pay. So, huh. whoa, I know, I know. <laughs> holy crap! I know we're in the the 20th century <laughs> now, boys. So, <laughs> it's. Uh, from from an old school guy, and it's so funny because a lady came in the other day and she's like, "Look, I have I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I realize you're probably thinking I'm an idiot. I'm like, Miss, you, you are so <laughs> wrong. I said I'm here for you. I said let's go. Let's let's walk around. You want something for your your son? Let's do it." And, you know, what is he like? And, you know, we got to send customers you love, isn't it? Like, those are the uh, ones that make your day. They do. Because, you know, it, it's not so much that I'm upselling anything. It's just that I get to nerd out a little bit. I get to, yeah. you know, yeah. just be, be a dork and, and, like, gush about stuff that I loved. You know, like, here's, if your son likes the Teen Titans Go cartoon, this is the comic that it was based on. And it essentially changed my life. And they're like, really? And how so? And then you go and you launch into your stories. And yeah, that's that's the best part of my job is getting people to read stuff that I appreciated. And they're mm-hmm. doing it because mm-hmm. essentially because I'm telling them to, which is <laughs> if, if anything could be more godlike. Right, I don't right, know. Right, right. So um, and, and invariably they come back and, and they're they're like, my son loved it. Where do I go from here? Nice. So, yeah. Boom. Wow. Boom. Something else that was that's been big in the news, and I want really like to hear from you guys is Ray Fisher's comments about Josh Whedon. It made me like <laughs> crazy. Mike looks stoic. Uh, like <laughs> crazy. I, I, Mike's a big. You're a big Josh Whedon fan, correct? You love Bu- you, you love okay? Buffy. I'm, I, I, Angel is one of my uh, his last season or their last season on Angel was. Almost perfect television. Wow. Uh, if you've never seen it, I mean, you have to slog through. If you ever watched Buffy? Yes. I was a big Buffy fan in high school. And you didn't like Angel? I did like Angel, but I just didn't. I think that's when I went away to school, and so okay. I went away to college. So, so I, I kind of you, fell you off. You lost. Yes. You, you, lost your, you lost your way with I it. I did, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the man is brilliant. Great storyteller. Has, great. 
Yes. TV creator, great director. Yes, he is. And However, yeah. as we've seen in multiple cases, especially lately, uh, sometimes these cr- people are people are human. They're douchebags. Yeah. yeah. They can be um, jerks. Wow. For lack of a better term. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I'm always joking around. I was like, man, se- you got to separate the artist from the art. Sometimes you can't. And yeah. um, and you know, we don't know both sides. Obviously, no. I'm always kind of like we. I, I guess I'm like Judge Wapner from right. the People's Court. I'd like to hear both Judge sides. Wapner. Wapner. Time for Wapner. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ming. Well, also, where's your judge robes? They don't, don't fit. I'm, they're too big for me. Right, I'm, a, I'm a very <laughs> man of small stature. I, well, I, when I put them on, I look like Judge Ito. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's harsh and racist. But, I mean, also, he was coming in in the middle, right? Of somebody else's movie. He did, yes. So, I mean, that's, I mean, although that's a completely somebody else's flow you're coming into. Sure, but these so, are extenuating circumstances. However, right. I, um, I don't, yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to get down to the bottom of this. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, man, um, you know, they did, you know, you don't hear much about Ray Fisher now. They're make, not making a cyborg sequel. Maybe you got pissed that <sighs> his, you know, his whatever his future was maybe not what he thought it would be. And now he speaks out, but I don't, I don't know, man. I it's like all these he, comments, man. I kind of question the timing of it. And you know what's what I mean? yeah is is you know what you're gonna have to forgive me. What the hell are we talking about? Ray Fisher, who did he was cyborg? Yes. Mm-hmm. What did he say? Because I I haven't heard this. <laughs> you haven't heard this? No. Oh, okay, no problem. He he was he basically came and said Josh Wins very unprofessional and spoke out against his work on uh, Justice League. Said. Uh, he was abusive towards cast. Yeah, so he was very abusive. I think that was the big one, though. That abusive he was, that was towards abusive. cast. Yeah, and then um, Kevin sort of backed him up in a way. Kevin Smith. Smith. Yeah. What did he say? I. It was during an episode of Fat Man on Batman where uh, I, I'm. I don't know if you. So, have... Yeah, I did see it. So when Kevin was in London, somebody that worked on Star Wars also worked with Josh Whedon and mm-hmm. confirmed to Kevin what Josh Whedon was like. Okay. So Kevin just repeated what he was told about Josh Whedon. All right, yeah. So we're getting it third hand. And In combination with, well, this is what Ray Fisher had to say. Josh Whedon's onset treatment of the cast and crew of Justice League was gross, abusive, unprofessional, and, and completely unacceptable. He was enabled in many ways by Jeff Johns and John Berg. Accountability over entertainment. Pretty strong words, in my yeah, opinion. Very, yeah, very, very strong words. And I think that he, he did, um, uh, I mean, Jeff Johns is probably not going forward with that. Uh, standalone cyborg movie because nobody right. likes cyborg. Right. <laughs> I mean, well, really, nobody liked. And I got a. He is. He. Thank you. He is not a Justice not League a member. A Justice League True. member. He's no. a Titan. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And that's where he should. He should stay. And you graduate. You graduate into becoming the Justice League. The Teen Titans, even the new Teen Titans, as great as that was, they were the Junior Justice League. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yep. Yeah. You know, and that you have to you have to prove yourself like time and time again. Look at, uh, I mean, uh, uh, whatever. But um. I think I think they really wanted a Iron Man figure in the movie. Is my take. I think they wanted that like technology type character. And because when Rich and I were when it was early days of production, we're like, this is stupid. Like, why why this character? Why in the Justice League? And we were a little bit more. You know, comic fan burnt on that, but that's just my opinion. Here's I think my it was thing: it's like you can't have a Justice League without Green Lantern, and then you put a Teen Titan in the movie. I'm like, 
what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. Well, then Ezra Miller uh, as the Flash, which was bad casting. That's a whole nother story. Hey, that's <laughs> and then, then you know, yeah, talk about. We'll talk about that a little okay. bit later, I'm sure. But <laughs> when Jeff Johns, I believe he was not allowed to touch Martian Manhunter or somebody else had laid claim to Martian Manhunter when uh, the new 52 was reboot, which is weird because Jeff Johns was their star. Yeah. I mean, he, he was. Yeah. So uh, if someone else claimed, <laughs> you know, hey, dibs on Martian Manhunter. Okay, cool. Who am I right. going to replace him with? And you're thinking, eh, Cyborg, maybe. You know, a mechamorph as opposed to, like, a, you know, someone who's a shape changer. Sure, why not? I mean, in my opinion, it worked in that comic. And if yeah. that comic had been the centerpiece of the New 52, I don't think that the New 52 would have failed. Yeah. If you had gotten like-minded individuals who... My whole problem with the new 52 is it's really, really simple. Make a, a, a clean playing field for everybody. Even it out for everybody, not just, you know, and, and you don't let Batman have his continuity, and you don't yeah. let Green Lantern have his continuity. You don't let, you start from, from ground zero. Yep. And everybody has to come up the same way. So, but then you've, you've got these, you know, 10 years of Batman and, you know, 10 years of Green Lantern that stayed status quo, but everybody else had to conform around him. Didn't like it. Nope. And also, I think Cyborg was supposed to have a lot more screen time also, and I think that got cut. Yeah, well, I'm so. sure that's the majority of why he was pissed, because that was like his, that's like his only film credit, right? He was like a <laughs> stage actor, and this was I like his Broadway, first right? I think he was movie. a Broadway actor. Yeah, yeah and, and like the, the, what everybody's been saying, that Cyborg was supposed to be the heart of this movie, and then like you have no backstory, you have no nothing, but I'm sure he was pissed about that, but it's like, I, are we just saying this now? And I'm not saying that I support, you know, bad behavior ever. But no. like, are we just saying this now because there's now a platform on HBO Max that his version is going to come out? I don't know. You know what I mean? Probably. And you've also got Joss Whedon who, you know, maybe he I, I've never heard that he's notoriously difficult to work with. I mean, take a look at Avengers and Age of Ultron. You're dealing with a lot of people, an ensemble cast and some some pretty big egos. And I'm not saying that Robert Downey Jr. isn't entitled to his ego, or Chris Evans, or Chris Hemsworth, or any one of those guys. In terms guys. of ego size, these are some of the biggest in the world, yes. Yeah, well, and, yeah. and, and rightfully so. so. Yeah, sure. Because they've got a billion-dollar franchise, or a multi-billion-dollar franchise riding on their backs, which is really, really cool. But I'm sure it's got to be like your head. Some pressure. Yeah, exactly, and your head's going to get a little bit bigger. But I've not heard one... Bad word from Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans or Chris Hemsworth or ScarJo. ScarJo. Yeah. Um, nobody. Hiddleston. Jeremy like, Renner's yeah. not coming out. Not even James Spader. I mean, I haven't even heard from yeah. uh, Ed Norton being like, well, yeah, Joss Whedon's a jerk because I never got my Hulk movie. Yeah. You know, I, right. Nobody ever gave me Hulk, uh, you know, the director's cut. What the hell? But that's Ed Norton, and, and less said the better. Although he was a very good Bruce Banner. Yeah. He was. He was. So, yeah, I just, uh, obviously, I'm not, not to say that he doesn't care where, where his future goes. I just wonder, like, that the timing is unique with 
Snyder's cut that's going to be coming out. And I just wonder, I guess he maybe, I mean, it's been three years since Justice League came out. I wonder, you know, I just maybe, I don't know how much this will affect his future as far as Cyborg is concerned. So maybe he just doesn't I, care. I think it's over. Yeah, I don't like, think there's, there is yeah. a future. Yeah. If there is a Cyborg movie, they're going to recast it with, you know what, they should do it with someone who's, <laughs> get someone who's 17. Get someone who's younger than what he's supposed right, to so be playing. So it's not going to be Don Cheadle. No. 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 Wow. Okay, I'm just no. making sure. Uh, I can't tell if that's just racist or No, no, he know. came in for I his, know. Come I, on, I, come I'm on. or or you're going history. for History. I'm going for history. All right. Okay, good enough. <laughs> hey Ming. I'm I'm checking everybody's racist history. Sure. Right okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. But no, I'm just going by Marvel Marvel Cinematic gotcha. Universe history. Gotcha. Well, that was uh from what I understand from from what Terrence Howard says, sure. it's all Robert Downey Jr. Right. So, and that came out right after. Right after. So, I'm, I'm there yeah. weren't like, oh man, I'm, I'm like starting. It's percolating now. And yeah. I'm gonna let it go for four years. No, it happened like right after. He's like, you know, the bastard didn't let me. But he also said that uh, if you go into, if you're dating a girl and you go into her bathroom and she doesn't have feminine wipes there, that you should dump her immediately because she's, she's a foul, foul, filthy yeah. woman. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> Seriously, that's where you're going. All right, creative differences. It uh, it gets the best of us, right? <laughs> yeah, creative differences. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I didn't think, a, I don't think a cyborg movie was on anybody's slate. No, no. Nor would you have gone to see it, Mike's absence. Do you so. think Ray Stevens actually went into Joss Whedon's Ray bathroom? Fisher, Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher. I'm, I was thinking, yeah, because I'm thinking, uh, what's his name? Parker Carrie Stevens. Parker. Uh, no, I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I was thinking Parker Stevens. Right. I'm still stuck back in the 70s, everybody. Um, <laughs> Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher. Let's say, I call him Ray Stevens. I, I don't know. Ray Parker Jr. That's who I was thinking. No, but I um, think he went into Joss Whedon's bathroom, didn't see feminine wipes. Right. And he's like, that's There's it. There's no bidet. It's over. Oh, get that. He, yeah. He, this no guy is gross. Seashells? What is this? <laughs> yeah, you no three filthy, seashells. Filthy bastard. Um, and, I mean, why haven't we heard anything that Joss Whedon is unprofessional? Before, before this, yeah, because yeah. that's uh, I worked mean, with a lot of people, a lot yeah. of people, a lot, a lot, and, and that is true. And egos are really notorious for. I, I mean, we've heard uh, Tarantino's hard to work with. We've heard that. Um, give me another director that I probably. Uh, I mean, Stanley Kubrick. Uh, well, oh, he cool. is. Oh my to, god, <laughs> like Spielberg. Yeah. You never really hear Spielberg's hard. No, to work you never with, hear but, that yeah. Spielberg is. Ah, uh, Kubrick. Oh my god, Kubrick. Poor, Poor Shelley, um, Shelley Duvall. I was gonna say Shelley. Cooper hard to work with, but you know, Robert Zemeckis doesn't seem to. Didn't he slap Shelley Duvall around? Who Kubrick? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think probably. I heard that too. Oh my god! And I mean, this is pre-internet. I heard that. So I mean, if internet was around back then, we would have been. Uh, maybe more people would have gone to see Popeye. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm curious. I'd just like to see how this is going to pan out. Because, I mean, Kevin, when he did the Fat Man Beyond, he wasn't surprised. Okay. So I'm curious to see how else this plays out. Uh, but that's I, Honestly, I think we never hear from Ray Fisher again, and to we be hear, honest with you. And we hear from Joss Whedon. And if, you know, if he... You know, was if he's truly abusive or, you know, if he was inappropriate with women, I don't know. Well, we'll definitely hear about it. This Everybody's going to have their antenna up and they're sure. going to be like, like eyes right on him. So anything he does after this yeah. is going to be so micro 
You know, right. everyone's going to have their their, um, yeah, their X-ray vision on him. Yeah, it's not to say he's not a jerk, but I... Yeah, I haven't heard anything. You know, we we would like to hear some corroboration, I suppose, yeah. just as fans, I guess. Yeah, also, especially if we're going to be using, like, buzzwords like abusive. Like, right. I think we are overusing some pretty serious terms, like, not only in entertainment, but across the board. And it's like, how do you get nothing and then it's abusive? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, oh, Brian Singer, we've heard stuff about him. That's we have. Yeah. There are a lot of stuff about a him. A lot. Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah. you are, didn't, he, didn't he, like, uh, parody himself, I think, when he was doing stuff with, um, oh, didn't he do stuff on House? Who, Brian Singer? I know David Shore was doing that show, and I thought Brian Singer had a couple things on there. I could be totally wrong. It's been a long time. Uh, but the Everybody best way to be a director. <laughs> uh, but the best way to like take everything off yourself is to, you know, hey, look at me. I'm one of you guys. But then you're like, no, you're not. No, <laughs> no. Because I mean, I mean, he worked with Spacey a lot, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Which yeah, he, is, did. he was in his first movie or yeah. first big movie. Yeah. So I mean, with that usual suspect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yep. got to be like. Yeah. He did because it's funny. It's funny because when I was doing notes for the show and I wanted to, because I figured it was going to go down this lane about directors, <laughs> I actually looked up Brian Singer. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom of his Wikipedia, it shows all the actors, it gives checks marks of all the actors he's worked with multiple times. Mm-hmm. So for example, um, Hugh Jackman, there's mm-hmm. like four, because sure. you know, for all, for all the X-Men movies, right. you know, so Kevin Spacey had the most. So, so he has worked with Kevin Spacey a lot. It's weird. And, you know, hey, what's up, buddy? What are you doing tonight? You know, just, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and everyone is, else should just like, oh, you're going to have that conversation. I'm going over there. Yeah. You know? And this was before Usual Suspects. Oh, my God. That things were said about him. Yeah, yeah. What about Brett Radner? Uh, I mean, I think we just heard he's kind of a jerk. But other than that, okay. nothing nothing egregious, All I right. don't believe. I, I for some reason, I, I I thought that he correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody? I, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. I'm I might be wrong too. It's just that, uh, but I know Brian Singer is right. like uh, one of the worst uh, from from what I understand. <laughs> I guess I'm not getting that call from from Brian. I was going to say that I'm certain I'll never be in a Brian yeah, Singer was, movie ever. Could <laughs> throw your head in for the new Wolverine, dude. Freaking old uh, man Logan, man. But no, I guess not. <laughs> like, you got the facial hair. You got I the do. grow the hair out a little bit. I could do that. You, oh, got, yeah. you know the oh yeah. Yeah, just you know, pump some iron I a little bit. I smoke cigars. You do. You smoke cigars, yeah. yeah. What's happening? Right. See, yeah. when well, up, bub. will Joe Q allow that? Will Joe Q allow you to smoke a cigar? And uh, I don't think he has a choice. You're right. Okay. <laughs> but on more to switch it to more positive, okay, more happier, yes. like very exciting is Michael Keaton. Yes, yes. that's very exciting. Oh. Yes, very exciting. Uh the Flashpoint movie. Yes. Which Kevin, yeah. they did a whole ba- Fat Man Beyond, and that he said they actually took back to a clip where they Kevin explained that they yep. should do a Flashpoint movie and that how it would work out if Keaton was in it. So they were kind of right when they said it a couple well, of months ago. Well, that's great, and absolutely, Kevin, right. Kevin's spot on with that. Right. But I think that you can also see how that kind of stuff works with. Um, all the WB crossovers, the crisis on infinite yes. earth. Yeah. 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 And if you bring people in, like even Burt Ward walking yeah. his dog, yeah. my, the, that's the whole, that's the dream, right? Everybody, yes. every nerd's dream is to have like everybody who's still alive. Yeah. A part of it. 
Alexander he, Knox from the first Batman movie, the reporter yes. with his, oh, Kim Basinger's yeah. partner. Yeah. He Stop was Robert in it. Was that, yeah, wasn't that awesome? Stop the press. Wasn't Who that awesome? That? Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Great line, man. Yeah. Oh, can they bring Kim, Kim Basinger back, too? Oh, that would only be if she doesn't Come scream on. the whole I, damn time. No, I wonder why, why couldn't they? Why couldn't they? They they can. And they should. They should. You know why? Because of money. That's why, because everybody wants a little bit more than everybody else. And well, you, you know, can finally bring Michelle Pfeiffer back for the end of that Batman Returns teaser. Yeah, that would yeah. be that would be fantastic. Of course, she hasn't aged a day. I know she's amazing. She's right? yeah. Woman sold her soul to the cat goddess. I guess I don't know. <laughs> so I mean, she's got one life left. So I think I wonder how they're going to do this. Like I just hope it's. I mean, so if they do. Because I just think that they should just do a Batman Beyond movie. Yeah. That would just be better if they too. just did it that way. Because I feel like I'm, I already know I'm going to get confused with this Flashpoint movie. Like, I love DC <laughs> and I love, I love my Marvel movies. And I think Marvel did it had, had a great um, timeline and a great structure to it. But I feel like I'm going to get confused with the Flashpoint movie. See, that's what happened with... And it's really not that difficult. I was seven. Was I seven or eight? I was eight when I was first introduced to the concept of Earth 2, right. multiple Earths. Okay. Because right. um, I was like, wow, this is really cool. It was an all-star comics number, f- like, 60. And um, it had this alien knocking Power Girl into a building. And essentially, it was just one, you know, one dialogue box that said, you know, this is Kara Zor-El of, you know, Earth, Earth 2. 2. And, you know, if she were Supergirl of Earth 1, this... This wouldn't even muss her hair, but this is, you know, Power Girl of Earth 2. She's, you know, not quite as strong, so this could kill her. And thankfully not this time. I'm like, okay, cool, great, thank you. (laughs) I needed that little dialogue box to tell me, thankfully not this time. Um, But once I got that concept, I was like, wow, this is her doppelganger. This This is another version of her. Right. Cool. Right, right. Then if, if they bring back uh, Flashpoint Batman, who is Thomas Wayne, who yeah. they also have in talks with for Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. To play. Yeah. How awesome would that be? You got Keaton and Jeffrey <sighs> Dean Morgan, and he looks over, he's like, Dad? Yeah. And the guy's like, Son? And he pulls out his gun and just blows him away. Right, and then his barbed wire bat. <laughs> yeah, and, just, uh, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. Lucille <laughs> says hello, Bruce. Smack. <laughs> and there you go. Honestly, I'm seeing all the just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Throw whatever not? money they want within reason. And you're gonna make you're gonna that make it back. Yeah. Oh, and like like twenty, oh, like a hundredfold. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think part of the problem with bringing Joss Whedon in after Zack Snyder, and you've got Zack Snyder who is very wacky. Yeah, uh, dark, like a lot of slow mo, yeah. like bullet, like weird bullet time. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's doing a whole bunch of like really almost art house type shots and then yep. what do you have you've got joss whedon who pretty much invented the formula for the team movie yeah so yeah. to bring these guys all together you have to tear them apart and then they'll come back together for some god forsaken reason and maybe that's why uh ray was nonplussed maybe or Maybe he's like, I thought this guy was going to make me a household name, and he screwed me, <laughs> both of them. And let's hear what you know what those people were saying about Zack Snyder. Just just to put like uh, a period at the end of this sentence, wait, wait. this yeah. statement. You know what? Uh, until I hear like, what was it like to work with Zack? And I want to hear from other people 
other do, yeah. who had bigger parts. I want to hear from uh, from Ben Affleck. I want to hear from Henry yeah, Cavill. Not. You know, if they're not saying, "Oh, this guy was a, a complete, you know, an utter scumbag," and not for these guys don't have to fear reprisals from Joss Whedon. No, I mean no. just because. I mean, he's not the nerd god yet. You know what? Stan Lee was the nerd, the right. nerd god. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. we haven't quite decided who our new nerd guy is going to be. The, the big, Kevin Smith. Uh, we have. We have. Yes. We're just. We trying have. To, we're trying to tell people. To, just give it to Kevin. They should. Just give it to Kevin. They should. Absolutely. I think they yeah. should. I who's, think they should. Who's a better uh, ambassador for comics than Kevin? Nobody. He sold Nobody. his comics to make a movie. Right. Yes. He's been the nerd god for over twenty years. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. He was yes. Stan was a, used to come to his house. Yes, he's a nerd demigod because Stan was still still okay. Stan. He's still yeah. Speaking God's of his died. nerddom, I think his role in um, Die Hard Four is really not appreciated enough. The warlock, I love that no, role. no. <laughs> yeah, the warlock. I just it's like classic sci-fi comic book nerd and hacker. I just I think that's actually one of my favorite roles that he's ever played. <laughs> Which is funny that. is uh you know when Kevin hired me, it was like I was this tech guy. And um, right, so I'm yeah. watching him be like the ultimate hacker in Die Hard 4. And in the back of my head, all I hear is, Ming, my iPhone doesn't work. Ming, my, my email's <laughs> oh not my working. God. Ming, my, my MacBook <laughs> won't turn on. I'm like, oh, oh. My I was like, God. okay, acting, though. Acting is a great actor. He's, he's acting like the ultimate hacker. Right. But, I, you know, it oh was kind of tough for me to see him in that role when, you know, he's like, right. Like, it's like, you know, my laptop won't turn on. That's like, hilarious. Did, did you charge like, it? He's in the same caliber as my mom. What yeah. do you mean? <laughs> yeah. you, you order things online. What is that like? <laughs> True story. My dad just started buying stuff online, and now he loves it. I'm like, oh, welcome hey. to uh, the early 2000s, dad. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish my dad were still around so I could order him some porn online. Here you go, Pops. Oh, my yeah, God. On demand. <laughs> you, go. you don't have to go to the store anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. Trench coats and uh, really no black bags. Oh yeah, you my go, Pop. god, that's hilarious. <laughs> speaking of comic gods, what oh, Denny O'Neill? I thought you were gonna say porn. Uh, no, no, no. Speaking of porn, <laughs> yeah. yeah, my god, Denny O'Neill. Denny, what a great guy. He was oh, yeah. on the set of Comic Book Man. We yeah. had him. He was fantastic and just one of the nicest guys. Soft spoken. Um, you kind of wanted to, to put him on your back and run through the swamps of Dagobah. Wow. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was very, just awesome. Very low-key. Like, you know, we know how awesome wow. he was. Very low-key, which is funny. You know, Neil Adams came on set as well. Yeah. And yeah. The, the kind of... Bombastic. I, oh, my. And the, um, I, I'm talking Neil is, like, bigger than life. Neil's a great guy, too. But in... Not not like that. You could you could sit down and play a game of chess with Neil. Okay. Neil, Neil, you have to, uh, you'd play Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Ah. Right. Uh, and yeah. he would really punch you in the face. He, like, bam, yeah. you lose. Yeah. Like, you're lost. Like, ouch. Yeah. I don't think this, <laughs> this is played, Mr. Adams. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Mr. Adams. The robots. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was like the biggest thing that uh, I, when, when he did pass and uh, Kevin redid or re-released the uh, interview that he did with him in the early days of his podcast, dude, like, it took me, it was almost like three hours, I think, and it took me a couple of days, and it was one of the coolest ones that he ever did. And I was like, I just forgot, by the t- when I was listening to it, I just forgot that he was actually gone. Wow. And then yeah. at the end, when he summed it up, I'm like, dude, what a great guy. Like, I wanted to talk to you guys about, like, your favorite Denny O'Neill storyline. Yeah. Oh, um, there are tons. Yes. The, the Green Lantern, Me. Green Arrow yes. run. Yes. That was amazing. And uh, even afterwards, when he 
when they uh, not rebooted because back in the old days they used to if, if they canceled the book and they brought it back you didn't get a new number one they went from yep. they, like, they yeah. just started they just started the number again or they, yep. they started with the old numbering and uh, he he started with I think it was uh, number ninety, mm-hmm. yeah it was number ninety, and Mike Rell was there, and it was Green Arrow, uh, Green Lantern, Green Arrow, and it was he brought in Mike Rell, who was a huge Star Trek fan, yeah. and there was a Vulcan Green Lantern, and I remember that blowing my <laughs> mind. I was like, holy crap, there's a Vulcan Green Lantern. I love it, and he did it because he could. He did it because yeah, right. he could. Because he, he could. Because you, you saw the ears and everything, and the the wooden and, and he or, actually did or the, 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 the bangs or whatever. Yeah, he had the bangs, and he did one of these the the pointed ears, and you're like, my God, that's amazing! <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> and yeah, this Ming's gonna pull it up. Vulcan Green Lantern, not Green Antern. <laughs> there you go. There it is, right there. Here, uh, let me. Uh, I'll, I'll pull it up on screen for you guys. But uh, yeah, this is this. To me, oh yeah, this was the best part of being like an a, an eight to ten year old nerd was <laughs> like awesome. this is this was just the best. That even and, looks like Leonard Nimoy. Wow. Yeah, and they they turned um, I, when Mike Rell was on uh, Legion of Superheroes, he turned their their cruiser into like sort of a, a faux uh, Enterprise, and I'm like, this is this is dope. That's this is dope. crap. That was. They have nacelles. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Danny O'Neill got enough credit? Never. No. No. Why, no. why is that? Was it just because he was so soft-spoken and never? That's, that's part of it. Uh, Danny O'Neill was just, he was just a, a very sweet man who did a lot of stuff, and it didn't get high profile because he wasn't yeah. like, look at me, I'm Danny O'Neill, right. for God's sakes. Um, but he's up there with right. the greats. He is. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Man. But well, I love that part where he well he created um, Obadiah Stain right from oh Iron Man. Oh my God, yes! And they were and he was like, "I uh, appreciate you guys uh, using my character." And he's like, "Yeah, they sent me a check, <laughs> but it, just how modest he was yeah. about it." Like, oh yeah. And I'm glad you picked Jeff Bridges. He's one of my favorite actors. So, <laughs> and he did make a great Obi. Oh yeah, yeah. he did. And uh, if you read if you read that uh, story arc. Obadiah Stane was not a friend to Tony Stark at no. all. Like, actually, you know, he's no. like, hey, here, have a bottle of vodka. And I was like, well, well, I'm, I'm an drunk. alcoholic. Yeah. Oh, I know. But okay. Here, Thanks. then have two. Yeah, have two. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> have oh, two. Okay. Um, yeah, just so messed up in the mind games that he played. And it was so well done. And, you know, Denny was just that guy. He was that guy. He, uh, you know, Rachel Gould. Yeah, was, man. Yes. I mean, how much stuff came from Rachel Gould? Just, just the the character that he created. So I much, so he much, was, he so was the much. Best villain on the animated series. I know. Natalia, you know Natalia, the labyrinth. Yeah. Nissa. I just think, yes. I think <sighs> that uh, what was it? The biggest Rob and I, I think, would agree was Death in the Family. Oh my God! Yes, of course. I mean, talk about a, it. It was a publicity stunt. Yep. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> The guy was great when, when he was thinking up ideas for, you know, publicity stunts. We killed Robin. Hey, woo. He didn't stay dead. Uh, I remember but when I, he was like, everybody was giving everybody shit, like, and he was pretty quiet about it. And then uh, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say that I was a part of killing the Robin, but like. 
Yeah, they're all this going. Guy's a jackass. Everybody, like, get Jim Aparo, you know, and they're they're going after you know, Blame the, him. Yeah, the the torches and the pitchforks and <laughs> and uh, Danny O'Neill's like, yeah, that's him right over there. That's where he works. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, go get him. Yeah, get him. Yeah. What when they were that? like, I don't, I don't think they're gonna kill him off, and he's like, this kid's a jerk. They're definitely gonna kill him off. Oh yeah, like, he was he was a complete jerk. But I think it, it's this it's the Bucky syndrome. It's yeah. Depending on how well you can pull it off and depending on how well you can make the circumstances work for you, you can do it. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. they did it with with Bucky. I mean, Ed Brubaker, brilliant. It was it revolutionized Captain America and made him made people care enough that when they did kill him, it was front page news. Yeah. Um, When they killed Robin, it was it was a blurb. But I mean. People still cared, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he was a jerk, but look at how it's affecting Batman. Yeah, yeah. So I think that, I th- like, if they tried that shit today, like with the internet, not just calling a phone number, yes or no, like, oh yeah, <laughs> it would be huge. Did you oh, vote? Man. I mean, I know you voted. But you did, <laughs> of course. You <laughs> did. But what? What? Uh, how did you vote? <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess if you did so, that, that you knew you were going to go buy that issue, like maybe multiple copies, and then you know that you were you were you're thinking storyline, of course, but you know financial value. Or, 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 <laughs> it was know. like uh, Lisa on the the uh, Corey line. Oh uh, yeah, the Simpsons. I was like beep 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 beep. <laughs> you're speed dialing, <laughs> yeah. but it, uh, it caused like a buck or something, right? Yeah, that's it why was a nine hundred number. That's right? why you go to uh, the library. Right. That's I right. I can use your phone. <laughs> you go to your neighbor's house. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 awesome. I wish, man. They, I would. Well, I guess it would be an internet vote today. But I. W- oh yeah. Wish they would. Uh, I don't even know if nine hundred numbers are around anymore. Oh, they but, are. Oh, they. Oh, how do you? As what? I, no, you someone go? told me that there still are legitimate nine hundred numbers out there for oh like God. stuff, like <laughs> phone sex. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, umbrella. I mean, yeah, all that's right, the stuff. Right, school yeah. guys, and I, I'm sure it's all automated now. So there's no skin off these people's backs. It's probably some guy just bought an old machine and was like, "All right, I'll make some money sure, off of this." Sure, why not? Wow. Like, yeah. Wow, the Mike's apps like hotline, man. There you go. <laughs> Today's story, kids. Yeah. Is, More and then, sultry. Since, More yeah, sultry. Since we don't. Yeah, right, man. right. Thanks, coach. Right, yeah. I'm on it. Yeah. In uh, the game between the Sin, Sin, Cincinnati, Addy, sin, Bengals sin, versus. Yeah. T. Um, so, yeah. something else that came from that interview that really hit me was when he was talking about Stan and how he matured into himself like he like stanley became the person he wanted to be which i was like man that's like something we should all aspire to be our best selves and reach the level where it's like you know i'm just gonna live life and love what i do i'm like that's a really brilliant way of saying that yeah Yeah. well that's i mean stan did stan was stan was a hustler for most of his life if you uh, if you ever read any like Marvel the Un- Untold History or mm-hmm. any of the stuff, he was 18 years old when they they gave him his first story to write, which was it was a prose piece in Captain America number two, Captain America Adventures number two. So uh, he writes this thing up, um, used the nom de guerre, st- uh, or did he use uh, Stan, Stan Lieber? He, did he use his real name? I think he might have used his real name, but. Then he, he took the pen name of Stan Lee, and he's like, all right, now I'm, now I'm Stan Lee. So I'll save Stanley Lieber for, you know, when I write the great American novel. And, um, yep. I mean, he did it. He was, it was essentially the family business because it was his uncle who was doing this. Yep. So right. 
He goes, he does it for 20 years. He's 40 years old in 1960. 40? 40 years old. Yeah, wow. And uh, he writes, he's, he's like, I'm done. He tells his wife, Joni, I'm done. And she said, well, if you're going to if you're going to quit, uh, I'm behind you. But do it on your terms. Go out with a bang. Write the story that you want to tell. One more. One more. Right. One, one more, more story you want to yeah, tell. Yeah. So um, there's there's an old uh, it's an urban legend amongst us comic nerds that um, the owner of Marvel or actually is timely still timely yeah. and uh, national periodicals were having golf. They were having it. They were having golf. They were they were playing golf, <laughs> and um, the uh, the DC guy I forget his name. Uh, he's like, yeah, we just uh, I think it was no, not Saul Brodsky, but he's like, yeah, we we uh, teamed up all of our superheroes and it's making a mint for us. And you know, hauls off wax one big hitter, head of DC. Um, <laughs> so he uh, by the end of the round. You know, um, I think his name was Martin. Martin Goodman. Martin Goodman Ed. calls up Stan and says, get me a team. Put together a team of superheroes because it's working with this Justice League crap they're doing over at DC. <laughs> Make me a fortune. And that's when he was like, all right, this is the last one. And it's, it's not like today where you print it and 30 seconds later, 30 seconds right. after it hits the, the stands, you find out what's going on. I'm sure he was getting ready to, to move on, but Fantastic Four hits the stands and it resonated with people. People yeah. are like, "This is yeah. this is awesome. Yeah, this is really, really, really well done. I want to read more. What do you got?" And that's what the edict came down. It's like, you got a hit on your hands, parlay. So he did, and you know, they had a that Iron Man, they had um, Giant Man. Weirdly enough, uh, Thor. Giant Man was one of their their big guns, or Ant Man. Ant Man was one of their yeah. not Ant-Man. Giant Man. Uh, Ant Man, even uh, it's because it's of right the shirt. shirt. <laughs> because of the damn shirt. Um, but Ant Man was was one of their big guns, so they put them all together, and it worked uh, worked also. And then they they made the X Men, and the X Men didn't take off. The X Men was right. one of their one of their lesser sellers, right? And it limped along for like eight years, and they were they were going to cancel it. They you know, they needed to continue printing stuff because they had yeah. a um, they had a contract with a printing company, and they're only uh, they're only allowed to print X number of books because the printing company was owned by National Periodicals. I mean, it's yeah. it's like a really weird scenario mm-hmm. with everything oh, going the whole on. Shazam, Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, it's, it's just yeah. like yeah. it's nuts. It's like wait, what? It's like never mind. It just it all worked Na- out. In well, the National end. Periodicals wanted the stranglehold on the um, what was going on the sure. spinning racks, yeah. and so they wanted to like pile it high with DC stuff and you know try to strangle out Marvel, but they couldn't do it because copyright and monopoly and yada 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 so but um there was a uh, so they they had to keep going with x-men and then boom giant size x-men comes along so yeah which revolutionized the comics industry again now we're waiting now as you asked as a retailer we're waiting for that giant size x-men yeah yeah we're waiting for our fantastic four number one right that whatever that is it's very palpable 
like it's like something we need something else here because yeah. something's like it's very yeah. you can feel that it's like so like it's like flat oh yeah oh, we're we're feeling it i mean i mean since we reopened we are selling more and more trade paperbacks and there are people coming in who, who are like look i've I'm, I got to the end of the internet, uh, looked over the, the edge. There's nothing there. I want, we're coming back. Yeah. We want comic books. Yeah. I watch everything on Netflix and yeah. Hulu. Like, where, give, me, give me some more entertainment. Yeah, give right. us something that's, that's uh, easy on the, the, the brain. And um, you were talking about uh, what we, you were just talking about. These, perfect. All right, Mad yeah. Love, mm-hmm. fantastic. I just bought that today. These are, from what I understand, great books. It's inc- this, I, t- I, I told you, I was about to stop at Barnes and Noble and buy a quarter of owls for you because it was so the book was, it was so well it was written. Excellent. I'm remember, in the middle of it. I made really his good. wife go out and buy it. The nightmare I told Kim to go buy it because that that's how good it was. And then, and I liked and we interviewed Greg Cox because I liked that the Court of Owls is not as a commercially known villain the way right. Joker is or Catwoman or Mr. Freeze. And, I, and it, it was such an underground story to it. That's what made this book so good. I mean, this and the, I'm going to buy, buy The Killing Joke tomorrow. And so the, the Court of Owls is like the, it's the Snyder it's Cut. A, it, it's the Snyder no, Cut. It's a sequel yeah. to, it's a sequel to uh, Scott Snyder's actual comic run. So it uses the background oh, of right. Scott's, and it's a whole new, like, I'm there. Uh, mur- not, yeah, it's a whole new what was it? Detective story. Right. And it was like yeah. it was it was badass. It's so and, good. And uh I think that that's like the only good thing that came out of New 52 was Scott Snyder's work. <laughs> um but you you still had that backstory. You still had the 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 umpteenth years of of Bruce being Batman. Yeah. And it's yeah. still I mean, Scott brought something new to the table, but it still felt like we were mired down. Right. Yeah. So, I agree with that. And here's the thing that pissed me off the most. One of the most interesting of the Justice League stories, not to take anything away from Jeff Johns. He he had a grip on what he wanted to do, and I thought it was really, really cool. But the best story from that was, I believe it was issue 50 or 51 of the Justice League, where um, there were there were busting Batman's balls because Robin came along with them on... Um, uh, one of their their adventures. <laughs> I was looking for. A, a, like, I was looking for the word like when you go out and do cool stuff. Yeah, and, uh, oh, an adventure. Mission. Okay, cool. Um, when they're going on a mission and um, they're they're busting Batman's balls like huge. Like, oh, is it is it bring kid to work today? Uh, is it bring your kid to work day? And um, you know you've got Robin there, and it's he figures it out. He solves pretty much everything that's going on, just because. He's the second greatest detective on earth. Right. So, at which I was like, that's awesome. And, you know, Batman and Robin are walking away, and he's like, why'd you want me to meet the Justice League? And he's like, because, you know, someday, you know, I want you, I want you to get to know these people. You will be working with them. And he's like, you want me to join the Justice League someday? He's like, no, Robin, I want you to lead it. Oh. Yeah. So it's... Yeah, right? Wow. So, yeah. just and, and it was uh, Dan Abnett wrote it. If you get a chance, grab a hold of it. And Paul Paletti or Art, it was amazing. And like one of my favorite standalone Justice Leagues in the Hell past yeah. 40 years. 
Yeah. So, yeah. You mentioned two things, because I know we don't have you for too much longer, but two things that, well, number one, I'm here at a Shared Universe podcasting studio, which it's incredible. It's so awesome. Look, look I cannot how happy wait. he is. Mike, look how I happy he is. I cannot wait to take pictures <laughs> and just keep walking around. I'm not kidding. It's so awesome here. Well, you took me into the other room and you showed me um, a Justice League Detroit picture. Yeah. So what, what what was the idea behind that? Because when I collected Justice League and I liked Justice League, I fell off at Detroit and Justice League Europe. Okay. So what was the whole, do you know the whole reasoning behind Detroit? Like, I, I, I think that's where they had the Hall of Justice, right? Because no. first it was, this, wasn't it the satellite first or the Hall of Justice? Which one was first? Uh, it oh. was, the very first one was their uh, secret sanctuary, which was a cave. The cave, right, at yes, uh, which Happy they, Harbor. Yeah, you'll see in uh, Young Justice. Right. Uh, then came the satellite. Okay. Not the satellite of love, but the sa- the satellite. Okay. And... Um, <laughs> Then came Justice League Detroit. It was called The Bunker. Ah. But no, that's not where um, the Hall of Justice was. That was in Washington. I think it was Washington. Okay. Because they had retro uh, retroactively said that the All-Star Squadron's um, headquarters was there. Okay. So. Because yeah. I binged The Flash since this whole pandemic. This mm-hmm. pa- I binged The Flash yeah. and um, Cisco's character, Vibe, Yes, I think his character was was one of the members of Justice League Detroit, yes. and I think that's where I kind of started to read. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh wait, I remember getting this because I was a fan of Vixen, mm-hmm. and I I'm like, I started reading up, and I'm like, I, and I remember that I felt I'm like I fell off. This is I'm not wasn't feeling Justice. Do you guys? <laughs> did you have any Justice League Detroit? Nope, I did not. Nope. I had okay. some Europe, but gotcha. we had Europe and international and regular yeah, in America. That was and, yeah. that was after Detroit. Detroit happened because of. Uh, essentially, Crisis on Infinite Earths and um, Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns, because he set Batman against Superman. Okay. They were they were not friends anymore. You know, right? When when the whole thing started, Batman and Superman were like best buds. It's like, hey, all right, hey, how about I fly over to Gotham City, pick you and Robin up, we can go and yeah, you know, it's like yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> it's like, yo, take an Uber from the airport. Yeah. I ain't picking you up. <laughs> no, not even that. I mean, he, he, he can buy a limo. I mean, Good point. he's, he's Good a point. billionaire. Right, right. So, um, but they were best buds, and Frank Miller's set them up to be um, polar opposites. And yeah. DC's way of thinking was this will make us money. Because even in like the world's finest, it was a team up between Batman and Superman. There, were, there was animosity towards between the two of them. Absolutely. And, um, Batman quits the Justice League because the Justice League won't help uh, him because Lucius Fox is over in Markovia. Oh. And uh, he's being held there because there's a civil war. And Batman said, all right, Justice Leaguers, here's what we're going to do. We're getting our asses over to Markovia, getting my man back, and we're going to shut down this civil war. And Superman's like, whoa, 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 cowboy. You know, slow your roll. And uh, they... They invented that. Slow your roll. Uh. Um, <laughs> take a step back. Our UN charter says that, and he's like, UN charter? Screw your UN charter. This is like, Batman. Come yeah. on. He's <laughs> like, charter. look, look, jackoffs. I paid for most of this satellite. He's like, I'm right. <laughs> yeah. He's like, none of you guys, you know, oh, Kryptonian um, technology helped build it. Screw your te- Kryptonian technology. Screw your Wonder Woman purple race. Screw all this crap. He's like, I quit. And he goes and he puts together. He didn't put together. He actually grabbed uh, Black Lightning 
Yes. Who mm-hmm. um, said, I'm, I'm not in the Justice League. I'm, you guys, I'm, I fight street-level people, right. and I'm going right. to keep doing that. You guys are like gods. Right. So um, grabs him. He was going to go over. And the team kind of forms organically. And after that, it was, you know, they're like, what are we going to do without Batman? And essentially, you know, people started to drift apart. The the super friends weren't friends anymore. Mm, right. So, and then uh, we were invaded from Mars. We were invaded by Martians. John Jones people came. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know what? We're tired of being on the fringes of the galaxy. We want Earth. It's like, it's our birthright. So they come in and... Justice League's not really around. They're, it's all second stringers, and they get their asses kicked. They get their satellite destroyed, which I don't think you have insurance for that. Right. No. So. No, no right. Like all exactly. states not insuring a, no, no. a satellite. So, State Farm is like, nope. <laughs> so they scrape by on the skin of their teeth because John Jones joins the Justice League in pushing back these invaders, and the charter clearly states that if any one of the original seven members disbands the justice league it's disbanded so aquaman's like there's nobody else here none of the original seven of us are active members i'm disbanding it and so he did and he's like i need people who are going to be on call 24 7 fighting the the good fight and that's justice league detroit wow they brought in vibe they brought in steel vixen vixen came in gypsy zatanna zatanna Elongated mm. man, which <laughs> power girl. No power girl. No, she was uh, Europe? Justice League. No, Justice League Europe. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Justice League like, Europe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, power, yeah. girl. power girl. Justice League Europe. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> da da. Yes. All yes. of you. <laughs> and that that didn't come until after. That's that was when the entire Justice League was was destroyed. And then after Legends, the the miniseries Legends. Yes. With. Uh, Roger Stern and, and John Byrne uh, wrote and, and drew it. And Darkseid made superhumans on DC Earth illegal. Uh, yeah. Another thing I noticed, while well, maybe you do have it, but I haven't seen it, is I'm surprised you don't have an Avengers lithogram here. It, it's in storage because uh, it broke. Oh. I've got the George Perez, yes. uh, the 30th. Yes, 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 and, yes, yeah. yes. I do have that. Do and you? Uh, double signed by George. Whoa, yeah. double sign. Yeah. Man. It's on vellum. It's nice. It's yeah. It's on on beautiful parchment paper. But the the that glass belongs cracked. in a museum, Mike. Absolutely. What do you think a shared universe is? <laughs> I it know. Is a museum. Exactly. It belongs in a museum. I don't even know if we have space. For we it don't. Here. Yeah, That's true. the thing. Uh, we yeah. don't. We'll, we'll make space. We yeah. can make space. For yeah. Sure. How long have you been in the studio? This particular one, uh, we got here a week after, a week before we got shut down for COVID. Yeah, it was like really? beginning yeah. of March. Yeah, but we've been in this building for, jeez, uh, almost three years now. Yeah. Oh, wow. And what about your Ashbury Park? That was a pop-up. It was a pop-up so, uh, studio. Oh, was yeah, it? Yeah, you ever check out beachfront property rent during the summer with a million people yeah. on the beach? Yeah. It, we uh, can't afford that. We're oh, not, do we look like Tony Stark? No, no. no. <laughs> I do I look like so. Bruce Wayne? No. <laughs> no, not yet. Not oh, yet. Well, as okay. much as we'd like to be. I, th- I, I didn't think about that yet. That must be Oh, yeah, we would have been down there otherwise. That yeah. would be awesome. Yeah. I'm sure it probably was an awesome space. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll work. You know, we have goals now. Yeah, yeah now. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm what we're tell- working for. I'm telling well, you. I wish I had the rich Stark dad. Oh, that'd like, be awesome. I wish my last name was Stark, but it's not. It's Chen. And not quite there yet. Ming Stark? Ming Stark has a nice oh, ring like, to yeah. it. It's, it does. Yeah. We, um, 
And I don't know if you guys have gotten a chance to go, but we actually, was it last week? I was last week where we interviewed JC, the owner of the Scum and Villainy. Yeah, JC, uh, yeah. Um, yes. He was so awesome. Have you guys been to the Scum and Villainy? We did a show there. Did you? Yeah. We did, yeah. We did a live podcast there, oh. and it was uh, it was pretty cool. Like everyone was drinking blue milk and um, blue milk. And uh, we didn't really talk about comics. It was pretty free form, but we went for about an hour and a half, and yeah. uh, it was fun. And sold the place out. It was cool. <sighs> so we got to be Fat Man and Batman for a little bit. We were behind the counter the, or the bar. We had the mi- the microphone yeah. set up. Uh, it was cool. I love like that. But you know, speaking of pop ups, that place started as a pop up. It was only supposed to be there for a month. But wow. they were getting it was like four hours wait to get in. And uh, at some point they were like, well, we should make right. moves to make this a real place. I can't remember if they did a Kickstarter or whatever. But they raised enough to make it permanent. Man. And um, I, you know, I, we've been in there and we were like, yo, JC, man, how the hell are you not getting sued? It's spot right. on yeah. the cantina. Wow. And he was like, I changed it just enough where they can't sue me. I'm wow. like, dude, you're, you're, you're a genius because I don't know how you got away with this. But um, yeah, I mean, we, we always yeah we always stop by when we're in the area. <sighs> man, sure. So goals. We just talked about goals. I'm telling you, <laughs> next year. I'm telling you, man, there needs to be more nerd bars. Like, oh, what yeah. are they going to make a oh, Planet Krypton like from Kingdom Come, man? What are right. we going to have? Exactly. Oh, that, you know, that would be so badass, but I th- think that um, it's an ice bar yeah <laughs> warner brothers yeah. is a little um they're a little suey so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's i agree wow, that, that would be cool krypton though. with a c bro that would be awesome or like <laughs> a cave yeah. or like right. something there's a krypton ice luge like you know they'll yes. throw a shot down yes. the oh, wow, superman yeah. ice luge or like a or daily the... planet type s right. you know what i mean it'd that have to be, be green awesome. now Oh yeah, for oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, that would yeah. be so awesome. Yeah. Oh god, like, imagine do, the, the do a shot of green kryptonite, do a shot of red kryptonite. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Let's oh, see what happens man. to you. Do you do you get do you weaken? Or do you <laughs> yeah, get right, stronger? Right, right. Yeah. Do you we, get an ant head? Yeah. Or do you do you turn it to two people? It's so funny. The day after I we interviewed him, I'm telling you, like I he we were speaking about covid and what they they've been doing to kind of like stay afloat and everything he told us how much the rent was cuz they were right there on hollywood oh Boulevard. god i oh can't even god. imagine he told us how much the rent was i almost fell out of my yeah, seat it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot and he told me how much they're behind and i'm telling you the next day i went to go buy a lotto ticket and then i made a list <laughs> rich and rob will tell you that i have a list of what that i would do eight. when i do when i win the mega millions and one of the th- businesses i would give to is the scum and villainy cantina and not Planet Krypton. All right, I right. got you. <laughs> <laughs> build the Planet Krypton. Exactly. Build exactly. I mean, I would donate money to Nerd Bars, and now I have to add list because I want to donate money to a shared universe. Oh, hell yeah. I want this place we to be you. everything that it can nice. be because it's friggin' awesome in okay. here. <laughs> my birthday is September 5th, and I want to come back. For my birthday, so it's like I'm like we'll two be months here. away. We'll be I here. I want to come back for my birthday. You got so we need to mark that on our calendar. We'll be here, and you know, you guys are from Columbus. That that town's ripe for a nerd bar, Ex- man. Uh, yes, yeah. exactly. exactly. Yes, exactly. And a shared universe podcast studio adjunct. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. I yeah. I, that yeah. would be if, awesome. Talk if, about a pop. Yeah. If I won the liar, yeah, there would be a studio in the uh, near the short north or something for that sure. That would be yeah. awesome. There's, there's no yeah. doubt, man. I mean, it'd no be like right in between like campus and like the short north. That would be an awesome spot. Oh, it's definitely next to like a Raising Cane's and then the Skyline Chili. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, Ming, why are you 500 pounds? Like, exactly. Oh, gee, I don't know, guys. I have, no, sauce, I, I have no idea. Yeah. He's, he's got like three women who are just like ladling water over him to keep him moist. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, wa- I washed my soap with a rag on a stick. 
Yeah, no, that, Columbus is right for all of this. I, yeah, yeah, it's true. Sure. Yeah, yeah it absolutely. And we don't have one. I don't know. All why. right, so let's let's get them in on our segment that we're gonna have on our show. Like we like the context. We won't bog it down too much. Okay. But the context of our friendship was built upon DC versus Marvel. <laughs> okay. That which we've just recapped all the issues horrible on the show and we're going to have segments at the end where we're just going to do like the old wizard magazine where it was who would win like you know knock them <laughs> oh, out sure. okay out yes of course i miss wizard so do i yeah i miss oh, it oh my god it was awesome so we need you guys to settle the beef here okay gotcha robin mark had a school project where they discussed Superman versus the Hulk. In the eighth and grade, Miss Please's class, Woodward Park Middle School, Robin, I was 13. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how the friendship was built upon. That's right. So needless cool. to say, Mark rewrote history, and I was outnumbered, and Hulk won that battle, even though obviously the actual published book had it correct. But And they're ba- they're on Earth when they're battling? Yes. Okay, got, I get all the specifics. Out. Yes, they're on right. Earth. Okay. Everything we know about the Hulk, everything we know about Superman, weaknesses, strengths, mm-hmm. who do you think would win? Okay, what's the battleground? <laughs> there we go. Where did stick to the stick to the original Grand Canyon? The Grand Canyon. No, All right. Yeah. Let's say the yeah. yeah. How about Nevada? Nevada. 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 All right. Nobody gets hurt. It's nobody not like uh, it's not like freaking Man of Steel where right. they kill a billion people. But like, we the also end of Avengers. Come on. Come we on. also know that end Bruce Banner's in there and he's working what the numbers so nobody dies. Sure. Right. Okay. So, so middle okay. of Nevada. Right. Middle of Nevada, Superman. Really? Yeah, Superman <laughs> takes him out for a couple of reasons. Okay. Um, the array of superpowers that Superman has. Oh, my God, yeah. Okay. The ability yep. to fly. Mm-hmm. Even though Hulk can jump, Superman can fly, and he can maneuver in the air. If right. the Hulk tries to turn around, he'll just be facing the wrong way while he's, like, zipping through the sky. Okay. Uh, heat vision, also big. Okay. Yes. Um, and if... The battle looks like it's going against Superman. He grabs the Hulk, takes him into space. Yep. Ooh. Well, even like, okay, so Nevada, a, hot I, as hell. No one's direct, ever brought that up. Direct sunlight, okay? So right. he's got an unlimited supply battery. Yes. Of, yeah. He's he's not going to lose, Mark. But the Hulk <laughs> never not, doesn't not get angry during a fight. Yeah. The matter he gets, the stronger, the stronger he, he gets. gets. But okay. Superman's also... Stronger than him to, at the outside. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and I know this really? cinematic universe, but Endgame, I, he he got off by the skin of his teeth, man. Like, had True. he not get, been sent to? The I keep same? thinking that Superman got beat by Doomsday because Doomsday just wore him out. <laughs> well, he wasn't really dead, Superman. No, no, but but so he didn't die. Yeah, so I feel like the Hulk would wore him out. No, I don't think so. No, no, man. no, because sunlight, the anger or the sunlight. Okay. So and even at night, right? You know, the the moonlight's right. It's feeding him. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. But Ming? these are just opinions, though. Right. These are yeah. opinions. Do you agree, Superman? Oh yeah. I, I as mean, expert as we are. I mean, honestly, I mean, that's why we kind of love and hate yeah. Superman. He's too powerful, man. He is a little too powerful. Too that's powerful. why I love the John Byrne reboot. You know, yeah. scaled him back. All right, there you have it. Powerful. But if you ask, you know, which one do we like better? That's a whole different argument. Yeah. The Immortal <laughs> Hulk is pretty badass. <laughs> yeah. You gotta hey, you gotta love someone with multiple personalities. Ay, ay, ay. He's fun to hang out with. True. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. <laughs> I never thought Mark would be smiling ear to ear when he loses. This, this place this, is this, friggin' this awesome. Yeah, I'm we, taking we, pictures all I oh, can yeah. I, 
I can't wait to get out here so I can just take all the pictures and send them to you guys and post them on Facebook and on Instagram because it is freaking awesome in here. You guys, I, I want them every year they come out and stay with me for con. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on after. Oh, after, absolutely. For sure, yeah. 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 Monday, I'm afraid. Is con really that, happening this year? It's not happening like, this year. No chance. Yeah, zero but chance. But you can still come out. Yeah. I can still come out, yes. Theoretically, yes. <laughs> and, and theoretically, it's going to be cheaper. Right. Yeah, that's true. It's always cheap because I'm always sleeping on his couch. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, cheaper for air flights because right. they want you to jump on an airplane. Because I, yeah. I always every week I've been checking New York Con and it doesn't say that it's not canceled. But they're, I'm sure they're that it waiting will be. for the city or whatever. Like, hey, you can't do this, and then they they get the insurance money. Yeah, back. but wouldn't it wouldn't wouldn't the tickets have? Uh, it, wouldn't we have gotten our emails yes. with the link to yeah. buy your tickets? Yeah, because it happens in July. And, yes. Yeah, but they're gonna drag Saving their feet. It. Ming's absolutely right. Yeah, it's all insurance. They've got a bond. Yeah, so. there's insurance money kicking in. At Dude, with where trends are going they're shutting this thing down man there's no way they're gonna do it i yeah, yeah. do you want you know a hundred thousand people from all over the world right. coming uh, together ask for death what is it asses to elbows is that <laughs> the, yeah. the yeah and and they'll gather in the field hospital right because <laughs> right. the javits center Correct. was the field hospital yeah and as much of it, as it pains me yeah there's no chance so is someone I'm, scrubbing those air vents because i would have them scrubbing those asking. goddamn air vents and uh, i mean i always yeah. think is i always come to columbus for christmas right. I'm, I'm worried that there will be no christmas this year oh yeah. santa's not coming he doesn't want to get sick man <laughs> i don't blame him yeah well, that's, well, and we've all been naughty he's he's checked our browser histories yeah. <laughs> right exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> I'll be honest, though. I'm really worried about retailers because I don't yeah. think Black oh, yeah. Friday is going to happen at all this year. Like, I think it'll they'll try. But well, can you imagine? It's like, well, the first ten people can go, <laughs> go in on. to Best Buy. All right. After those ten people leave, the next ten can come in. Can you like the pandemonium because of the number of people in the shops? Oh man. Can you imagine them having like a gun turret out front, just being like, <laughs> anybody rushes the stores, we're gunning. Like a little down. World War II pillbox, <laughs> like a German pillbox, yeah, fifty like, caliber. We're gonna Judge Dredd in front of the door. There. <laughs> no, give me, give me a RoboCop. What was the robot? What was the giant uh, robot? Oh, Ed two hundred nine. Yeah. 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 So I'm Not thinking maybe you guys should come out here just so we can have our own Comic Con here. Yeah, yeah. Come on down. Because yeah. this hey, place we got is Clorox wipes. We got good. Clorox wipes. We got face masks. We got gloves. <laughs> They're so full. I'm not kidding. We need to. I, th I think we should. Well, all the sanitizer you guys can drink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming back is on that, my birthday in is September. Sixty percent at least. What is that? Seventy. Seventy. Seventy percent. Oh yeah. Come on. The Sixty percent. Come we on. No. And could give a shit about before COVID. We're like uh, percentages. Your yeah. Nobody checks that know. stuff. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> It's like wipes. What am, what am I, yeah. a baby? I love this. What am I, like, Terrence yeah. Howard's girlfriend? I, I love how distracted Mark is. He's like, whoa. So distracted. Yeah, he is really just. We got whoa, lots whoa. of shiny stuff here, boys. So Very you shiny. Get you had me at the M41.8 and Marty McFly's life preserver. Uh, like, yeah, you can come down and wear time. that, although it's uh, it's Ming Chen size. Do you guys see this? George Perez Wonder Man with the first appearance of Wonder Man. You see this right here that I'm pointing at? Your head was yeah. in the way. You, you see it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You see Negan's bat? Yeah, there's yep. uh <laughs> We got a couple things in here for you to look at. Yeah, so. you know, just a few things. <laughs> just a few. Uh, <laughs> might catch your interest, maybe. We're not possibly you know, we're, yeah, we we're guarantee we're... nothing, but yes, for sure. I'm 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 not kidding you. I'm gonna send you a shit ton of pictures from here. This place is so awesome. There's a whole other room. <laughs> here we've got yeah, two podcast studios going, so Yeah, you yeah. know, just cause yeah. Just cause. Yeah. 
It's know? awesome. You dude. guys have so many people because I follow you and like every time on Facebook. Thank you. On on Instagram. Thank you. You guys have so many people come in here. So many. There's so many, and I love because there's so many conversations yes. that are being had. You know what I mean? Of all different kind of topics that you guys have had here. So that's really awesome. That's what we shoot for. That's what the shared universe is all yeah. about. Yeah. It's in the name. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's in, in our name. name. <laughs> Anything to distract us from reality. Damn straight. <laughs> Especially right now. Let's yes. all get back to our miserable lives. Also, what can I buy? Because I see you guys have hats. Can I buy the hats? We can buy yeah. the hats. Do you we have, have the sh shirts? Uh, we have t-shirts. Yeah. I saw on the website, are you guys out of uh, the zip-up hoodies? We're out of the hoodies for now, but yes. We'll, uh, we'll... And, it, you know, it's hot. It's a hundred degrees oh, true. <laughs> it's hot as balls. It. I would buy it. I can't. Mark give, me a, Mark, give me a hat and have him sign it for me. You want a hat? Done. Done. I do. Okay. Yeah. Same. I'll get you. Um, Boys, that was great. I'm sorry if I talk too much. That's part of my problem. I talk too much. That was the biggest thing, man. After we interviewed interviewed you for the first time, we were all in agreement. Like, damn, I wish we would have heard a little bit more from Mike on the on the TV show. They cut me out a lot. They they did. They uh, they wanted more Brian. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, there was this one time. It was it was uh, kind of funny because I was trying to explain the whole uh, Miracle Man thing, and I started from the beginning, like. Back in the day, and they're like, come on, we got to get this moving. I'm like, dude, there's so much crap, you know, for this whole thing. It's impossible to condense into, like, a bite-sized nugget. And uh, then Walt went and made me a liar. So he's like, all right, here's what happens. Uh, Miracle Man ripoff of Captain Marvel and um, wasn't printed. They brought it back. Alan Moore did it. I'm like, fuck you, Walt. Fuck you very much. Man, that was live from the Shared Universe podcast studio with Mike Zapsick and Ming Chen from Comic Book Men. Love those guys. Really, really good time. And can't wait to uh, do more shows with them in the future. Thanks, you guys, for listening. This is a great episode. And please be sure to continue to write in to us. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks, Jake, by the way, for writing in. Yeah, Jake. Thanks, bud. This is Mark. Thanks again, guys, for listening. We look forward to uh, hearing from you soon. This is Rob. And this is Rich. Again, like Rob always echoes, go ahead and uh, subscribe and like us and send us a comment. Give us a, a review. We really do appreciate it. We will work tirelessly to continue to make the show better and more entertaining for you guys. So we, as always, we really do appreciate you guys listening. Thanks again. Thanks again for listening to this RMR production.